Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Today I want to talk about social anxieties. I think social anxieties are not talked about enough because I think this is something that a lot of people experience and it's experienced in quiet because there's so much anxiety around it and they're so terrified and so people... Mm, let's see. People mislabel it as other things, right? So personal story, a little bit of a backstory. And you may know some of this already if you know me or if you've listened to some of my other episodes, but I was always an extremely, extremely shy child. Um, I still am working on overcoming my social anxieties and learning how to engage with other humans in a in all sorts of social settings whether it be like a big group of people or one-on-one with strangers with different people like an event a party whatever it may be there's there's different things that arise for me in different areas and it stems from when I was a child and I was extremely extremely shy It got worse after the fifth grade. I had um, like a group of girlfriends in the fifth grade and then we kind of didn't really see each other. A lot of stuff went on that summer from fifth to sixth grade in my family and I didn't really see my friends. And then when I went to sixth grade, everybody was different and we really didn't click anymore. I was really nervous. I didn't understand why everybody had changed. I had been through a lot of stuff that summer and I really just kind of stuck to myself. I was scared to even talk to my friends and like make eye contact with them. I don't know what happened. I really don't know what happened that caused me to be so insanely shy. And also going into middle school was just a weird experience. Anyway, I went to a weird middle school where we had weird rules and I was just not excited for it. I've never been one that's super into like rules and people telling me a lot of weird things that I have to do and not understanding why. Um, So I felt like I was in jail and um, I was extremely shy to the point where I had like no friends. I had a few acquaintances and some classes that were my friends, but I would never hang out with them outside of school. Um, Or if I did, it was very rarely and I would never do that until high school. When I was in middle school, it was a really big struggle struggle for me until the eighth grade when I met my best friend and I started to come out of my shell a little bit around seventh and eighth grade weren't as bad I got I had a couple of friends that would help but then I went to high school every time I had a major transition I would be extremely shy and nervous and it, it 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 was debilitating to the point to where when I was in high school, anytime I had to do a, well, first of all, group projects were just like 
the vein of my existence, right? I hated working in group projects. One, I didn't, nobody else took it as seriously, and I was like a straight-A student. I wanted the grades. Nobody else, I, I, I felt like everybody was jeopardizing my grade. And then I was forced to communicate with these people who I didn't know how to communicate with. And it wasn't that I didn't want to, I was just scared. I didn't know how. I remember, I mean, and I would also, like, take failing grades on presentations because I was so scared to present in front of the class, and I would turn beet red, and then that would make it even worse because I didn't understand why I was beet red, and then I was even more embarrassed, and I wanted to hide, and then I would feel my face turning red, and I would get even more red, and then I would get squirmy, and I didn't want people to look at me. I think it, like, all stems from not wanting to be seen. Well, I'm noticing in my adulthood that not wanting to be seen can stem from a lot of things, including not knowing the, the, the layout of the land, so to speak, not knowing what's expected of you or feeling like, okay, so if you've ever grown up around like an, a parent that's an addict or somebody who's an addict, then you understand that it's a ticking time bomb and you don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know how they're going to react in a given situation. You don't know how they're going to come home or anything. And so you avoid talking to them at all, all costs. You avoid being seen by them because you don't want to experience the unknown of their reaction or their response. And so that manifested in me as being not wanting to be seen in all areas of my life. Now, when I was around like my family, it was a totally different story. I've been outgoing with my family, very, you know, I speak my mind. Um, you know, I love to like play and joke around and, and I've always been that way with my family. But when it comes to other people, I've had a really hard time with that. And now as an adult, I'm noticing that my lack of forcing myself into these social anxieties, which I didn't even know was a thing until my mid-20s, but forcing myself into, the lack of me forcing myself into them when I was in high school and I had those opportunities means that now I have to do it, right? Because, I mean, I'm not going to just, like, not talk to people. I'm not going to live my whole life afraid to talk to people. The only time when I would even allow myself to put my anxieties aside and actually show up and communicate with people is at jobs that I would have and that was like I would put this uniform on and then you know I'm that job I'm not me anymore you know and so I'm noticing through through starting my own business and coaching for other people um, and wanting to share this information and and get it out there and speak and be heard (laughs) that um I never healed that wound. I never healed that wound that said I didn't want to do that. I never healed that wound that said that that was scary and that was not safe and that was not okay. So now that's what I'm doing. So I learned a few years ago about this thing called social anxiety. And it's an actual real thing where in social situations, people have all of these, all of this anxiety and all of these reactions, such as, you know, breaking out in hives or turning beet red or getting sweaty palms or, you know, to the point where they don't want to put themselves in those situations and communicate with people. It's a real thing. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're weird. It doesn't mean you're, like, doomed to be labeled as, like, the 
weird introverted person for your life (laughs) okay it just means that now you see that that's an area for you to do some work in and that's okay that's brilliant actually now you know what you need to do is it going to be easy probably not is it going to take a lot of change on your part absolutely is it going to encourage you and invite you into those situations that are uncomfortable and that give you those anxious feelings? And is it going to invite you into those, those social settings that give you social anxiety? Absolutely. Is it going to invite you to grow and transform and level yourself up? Absolutely. It is. That's why we're doing it, right? So who's with me? Are you with me? Are you going to do this with me? (laughs) Because I'm telling you, it's tough. So this, I'm like 40 something episodes in my podcast at this point, and I'm finally starting to feel comfortable with it. I've been doing it for like a year, a little over a year, and I'm finally starting to feel comfortable to the point where I can just kind of like pop on and share and not feel like I have to edit every little like, like and um and cough or whatever it may be. I'm, I'm a lot more relaxed with it. I'm feeling way more flowy and open to sharing my vulnerabilities. And that has come with practice. It's getting easier. It's still not easy, but it's getting easier because I practice it every single day. I mean, there's some days when I'm really just like, no, I'm not feeling it. I'm not going to be on social today or I'm not going to, you know, I'm just going to have a, a me day. That's fine. It's not every day. Sometimes you need that. Duh regularly you need that for yourself but it comes with practice it comes with persistence it comes with consistency it comes with knowing what you're doing knowing what you want knowing where you're going and knowing how you're getting there right you don't have to know all the answers at the beginning but you have to know step one and I know that you do because you're listening to this step one is just to recognize it and then recognize it every time it arises and shift it That's the step one. It's just beginning to recognize, becoming aware, and then shifting. And then not beating yourself up, giving yourself grace in that moment. So we're overcoming social anxiety. This is what we're doing. We are moving into that uncomfortableness of, oh my gosh, people are looking at me. Oh my gosh, people are listening to me. Oh my gosh, they can see me. They can hear me. They can, they're, they're reading my stuff. You know, what, what if they think this or that? What, what's going to happen? You know, all kinds of crazy things. It's okay. Yes, people are listening. People are looking. You're, you know, you're human. They're humans too. We're all here having a human experience. When I was younger, I used to think that like, Everybody just knew what they were doing all the time as if like, okay, I think this is why I became fascinated with acting when I was in high school and I wanted to be an actor because I was like, oh, you know, you get your lines and they tell you your marks and action and cut and all of that. And it takes the guesswork out of, well, I thought takes the guesswork out of life, you know, and trying to figure out who you are and what you're doing. Um, but I used to think that everybody just already had their role. Everybody knew something I didn't and they were, they were all playing their role confidently and knowing what they were doing every second, knew what was going to happen, how to respond, all of these weird things. I don't know where I came up with that in my head, but I was convinced that I was the only one that didn't know what was going on in the world, that didn't understand my role, that didn't know how to respond in situations. And I was scared because I didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to do it wrong. I didn't want to, 
you know, get in somebody's way or something like that. And it's funny because, I mean, obviously that's not true. That's not how life works. But it was, it's funny because the other day I went over to hang out with my friend and we were doing some like ecstatic shaking and or shamanic shaking, whatever you want to call it. And some meditation and a hape ceremony. And then we were just being like, being like together, doing our own little thing, but doing it together in our way. And it was a truly magical moment. I love any time I get to connect with my friends on a deeper level in that way. And I recognized, I could see that pattern in myself. I could see that like, oh my gosh, it feels as if, okay, this is really what happened. So we were sitting in meditation about to do the hape ceremony. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Twitches on the Disney Channel with Tia and Tamara Mowry where they're like witches and one's the sun one's the sun and one's the moon and they're twins and they're separated when they're babies and you know long story short at the end it gets to this point where they have to do this like ceremony where they come together to like save you know the world or something you know that's how it always goes and I remember watching that part of the movie and thinking like, wow, you know, they knew what to do. They knew that this was going to happen and they knew how to come together and use their power and what was going to happen when they did this and that. And, and then when I was sitting in this moment with my friend in meditation, I realized like I had this vision cause we were facing each other, like how they were on the movie. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, nobody ever knows what's going on. Nobody ever knows what they're doing. Nobody ever knows you know, like what's going to happen. And every day is new for everybody all the time. That was, that was really like a, a mind blowing, eye opening realization for me. It was like, wow, like truly autumn, like give yourself a break. You're not the only one who doesn't know what's going on. We're all in this every day this like weird illusion of life and trying to do our best and trying to figure it out and we're all in this together okay so that helped me a lot with my social anxiety is to know that everybody's just doing their best every moment of every day and trying to figure it out and it's a new experience for everyone every single day there's nothing wrong with you you're not broken you're not some weird introvert you're not like you don't need to go by like you're duffel your whatever duffel bags and your long you don't need to be like you don't need to like condemn yourself to this life that you don't want you can you can work through it you know the areas where we feel like are our weaknesses are our opportunities to build our strengths it's not it's not like oh hey I I recognize that I'm not as good in this in this instance or with doing this thing that I am with other things and so I'm just not going to do it. No, that means you just need to practice it more, right? Depending on what it is. If it's something that you want to be good at, like if, if you want to be able to relate to other humans, like in high school I used to stare at the kids in my classes and I would watch them conversate with each other and this probably made me look even more creepy, you know, but whatever. But I would stare at them and I'd watch them conversate with each other and I would be like, wow, I would truly wonder how did they know what to say to each other? How did they know, like, how to talk to each other and how to have these conversations? I couldn't figure it out. I... I really, I wanted desperately to join in the conversations and I didn't know how. And, um, 
people like to pick on me for it too and to watch my face turn red and all this stuff. It was, it was quite an experience. Um, but yes, now I am learning that I am using it. I am learning why I went through it. I'm using it as my advantage. I'm learning why it was happening and how to work past it. And now I am pushing through. I'm no longer hold back by my fear of being seen and being heard. I am on this planet to raise the vibration of the planet and to create a better consciousness, like to, to help people, not to create a better consciousness, but to bring people to their consciousness or to their higher self. Sorry, I just got distracted. Some weird kid, like, looking out the window of their car. I think people probably see me recording recording these episodes in my car while I'm driving, and they're probably wondering, like, who I'm on the phone with. <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so I'm here to raise the consciousness of the planet, and so are you. That's what we're all here to do. And there's no reason to be afraid to be seen and be heard because, you know, like, thank God for the people who have broken through their own fears and who are not afraid to be seen and heard and the ones that are out there, you know, making life what it is. Just think if the everybody was too scared to be seen or heard, like, we wouldn't we wouldn't have the world that we, we wouldn't have the things that we have. We wouldn't be who we are, you know? And in some ways you might think that that's good if you're feeling really like pessimistic and negative in your life right now, but it's really not like, just think about everything that you're grateful for. Even the roof over your head, you know, the food that you're able to eat, the, the, the clothes that you're able to wear, your cell phone, your anything, anything that you, that supports you in this life. Like it hit me the other day, I was sitting in my car And I was at a place I don't usually go to. And I felt, I noticed myself like feeling this little bit of fear. So Josh and I were out and about and he ran in the store and I stayed in the car and I locked the door and he turned around and looked at me like, why'd you lock the door? And I was for some reason feeling like threatened in the environment that I was in. And I was imagining myself getting my car stolen. Don't know why. I think this was just to teach me this lesson, but I was imagining myself getting my car stolen and how I how would that feel? You know, how would it feel if somebody were to steal my car, if somebody were to get in my car, if my door was open and he was driving and somebody got in the driver's seat, like with a gun and, you know, just bear with me for a second and pushed me out of my car and all my stuff was in my car, my purse, my phone, my car, everything was gone. Right. How would that feel? I was like, oh my gosh, that would feel like terrible. Like you've been totally taken advantage of, like almost like you've been like like, I mean, the word that comes to mind for me is like, you've been like raped or something and I've never experienced that. So I don't know if I'm using that term incorrectly, no, no offense or anything to anybody who has had that experience, but it feels like you're literally being like, everything's being just taken from you, all of your support. And I was like, wow, that's because the things that you pay for it in your life like these things that we have these bills around that sometimes we create resentment around like oh my gosh I have to pay my phone bill this month or oh, I have to pay my car bill this month or oh I have to you know put gas in my car this month or uh, you know anything like that those are the things that are actually supporting your existence and helping you feel comfort so while I was recognizing that I was having this fear I was seeing it in myself from I was just taking a step back and watching it play and not getting caught up in it. And I, and I felt I was sitting in the seat and I could just literally feel the support of life. I feel the support of my vehicle 
supporting me. Literally, I'm sitting in my vehicle. What would it be like if I didn't have my vehicle right now and I was just like on the street? And how different does that feel to be like on the street versus in your vehicle supported and comfortable and you can control the temperature and you can listen to me, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like just those little things of learning to be grateful for the support that you're given. Like, thank you, thank you, universe, for supporting me. Thank you, universe, for for guiding me and always being there for me and always supporting me. And thank you for doing it even when I take advantage or when I take it for granted. You know, thank you for always showing up for me even when I take it for granted. Thank you, thank you, universe. Thank you, spirit. Thank you. Thank you, everything. Like, thank you, life. I'm so grateful to be supported financially. I'm so grateful to be supported emotionally. I'm so grateful to have supportive relationships. I'm so grateful to be able to afford to live in a home and feed myself and put gas in my car and to have a phone and, you know, to go places and to serve people and connect with others. Thank you. I'm so grateful, you know. I'm not going to let social anxiety get in my way anymore. And I challenge you to do the same. It's time that we take back our lives, right? We take control over our lives because we're here for a reason. You're here for a reason. You are here to serve the planet. Can't do that without being seen or heard. So allow yourself to be yourself. Allow yourself to be beautiful and allow other people to appreciate you, right? Allow yourself to be supported. Recognize the support around you and be grateful for that and love that. And focus on that, right? Focus on the good. Focus on the positive. Focus on what feels good and gooey, yummy, delicious, warm and fuzzy, weird feelings. Like the good ones, all the good stuff. Focus on that, right? You killing it. I love you. And if you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe and rate and share with a friend who needs to hear it. Also, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes and take a screenshot and email it over to me at theworthybitch at gmail.com. That's the worthy B period TCH at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes and I will send you a free gift of my 30 affirmations for the doshas that will assist you in your practice to find balance. And as always, I thank you so much for taking this time today to show up for yourself and do the work.